As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I am your host, Josh G. And today I am joined by a very special guest. He is the host of one of my new favorite podcasts, the Film Effect Podcast. Please welcome Ed to the show. What's up, guys? How you doing, Josh? I can't complain. How about yourself? Hanging in there, man. Living day by day. Just in the middle of editing Monday's episode for The Wrestler, my birthday episode. So awesome. This this will that you will have this, a few episodes out yeah, before this yeah. one comes out. So yeah, at at the time I'm, I'm editing our well, probably two months ago. We did an episode for the wrestler, and I'm in the middle of editing that. So so there you go. And I'm sure he'll have plenty of other great movies to catch up on by the time this comes out. I highly suggest you go check them out. And just so you have an idea of what it's about, Ed, why don't you tell everybody about film effect? Uh Basically, me and well, I started it up by myself, and then I quickly learned that it, it, it kind of helps the flow with getting a co-host. So one of my best friends, Sean, my co-host, um, he's just a guy that I've known for many, many years, and he's like my go-to um, fellow cinephile. And, and him and I have always had great conversations on movies and stuff, and I figured, let me ask him. Of course, he was all in, and so... Ever since our episode on Heat, he has been joining me. Um, I think he's I think he's only missed a couple of episodes since then since then. But uh yeah, uh we do a weekly uh we do a deep dive every Monday morning. We have a new episode, Just do it, pick a movie each week and do a real thorough deep dive on it. I mean, you've listened, you um we we tend to go to deep lengths in time. Uh, our episodes usually run the two and a half, three hour mark, but uh we, we really get in there and also uh, we do other stuff too. And of course you've heard, um, you know, we, we also cover, we spend the first uh, half hour or so just talking about, you know, current movie news and, and stuff going on. And, uh, and then we get into it and when we get into it, we really get into it and it's been fun. So that's uh, the film effect, uh, taking all the things film to the full fact. Yep. And I can back them up on that. Like I said, I, I listen quite a bit, so I am definitely a fan. So there you go. Thank you. Tonight, we appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. Tonight we're getting into a fun one, as I think this will probably be kicking off my October lineup, actually. That's nice. where I'm at in recording now. We're Good getting, film. Yeah. I'm going back to, well, the year of my birth, 1985, to talk about the return of the living dead. They were resting in peace until they were rudely interrupted. What do you want to do, Scud? Put on the gravestone? Just want to party. This place is a mess. Now look who's awake. They're on the way. They're back from the grave and ready to party. I I think things are getting out of here. The Return of the Living Dead. Rated R. All right, so when did you first see this? Um, you know, it's funny. I, I really was thinking about this earlier. Um, I, I, I don't really have a actual time. It, it, I was definitely a kid. So it, it, there's a story behind that. Um, 
So basically when I was younger, when uh, here in Baltimore, where I'm from, Baltimore, Maryland, Channel 54 on Saturday afternoons around two or at two o'clock would have uh, like a two hour block called Nightmare Theater. And um, it, it, that it was just I have so many memories of growing up on Saturday afternoons watching that show, whether it be with you know, by myself at my grandmother's house where I spent my weekends or with my uh, childhood best friend, Corey. And, you know, it was just one of the movies that tar man always he's just forever is embedded in my mind and my memory and that whole basement scene so i was definitely young and when i say young um uh, probably like six or seven or maybe eight somewhere around that range early 90s for sure and yeah i've just been a fan ever since so okay so well if we get started off let's just why don't you give a synopsis of the film okay uh basically it's it's about a couple of uh, bumbling medical employees, uh, warehouse employees, sorry, who accidentally release uh, a gas that's in the basement that sets out uh, over the nearby cemetery and brings the dead back to life. All while a gang of punks who are waiting for one of the employees to get off work, uh, they're there, wrong place, wrong time, just trying to survive the night. It, it it's embeds a lot of comedy with the horror. There's a uh, uh, Clue Gulliger, sorry, oh, yeah, just yeah. came to me. Clue, Clue Gulliger is uh, plays Bert, the owner of the facility where this gas is held, and uh, just him, uh, James Karen, and uh, Tom Matthews from uh, Friday at Thirteenth Part Six. He's uh, those two are the uh, bumbling employees who I mentioned, and their uh, their chemistry just is just one of the best. Their 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 jokes and humor just bounce right off of each other, and uh, yeah, so. That's basically what the film's about. It's 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 a zombie film, um, and there's kind of a story behind why it's it's called Return of the Living Dead, you know, because it's people think you know just just common misconception that it's a sequel to Night of the Living Dead, and that's not the case at all. There's actually a story behind that that involves George A. Romero. So I don't know if you want to hold off on that story or uh, tell it now. Ah, go ahead, go ahead, get into it. All right, so. Uh, Basically, uh, Night of the Living Dead was. Hang on, I'm pulling up my notes here. Give me a second. So, Night of the Living Dead was created by, of course, everyone knows George A. Romero, but John Russo also played a hand in that. And um, Russo, right after the release of the film back in 1968, parted ways. And Russo basically retained the rights to any titles featuring of the Living Dead. And Romero was free to make um, of the dead. So Russo and uh, Tom Fox, they got together and they brought it to life. They, it was originally set to be directed by uh, Toby Hooper, uh, but they actually got um, Dan O'Bannon, who wrote the movie anyway. Uh, just uh, Dan O'Bannon, for anyone who doesn't know, is like a prophetic like writer and and. Um, He's a big name in the genre and the genre community. Uh, he was offered the director's seat after Hooper backed out to do um, um, Life Force, which Bannon was already writing. So he he still he got to have a hand in, in both of those films, and that's that's how it came to be. It was, it's just a technicality on the name. So, but it's it's not a direct sequel to Night of the Living Dead, even though if you watch the movie, there's kind of a meta reference to. Not the Living Dead, so you would think it's a sequel, although it's really, you know, not. 
<laughs> so. Okay. So, as you know, we don't go into the full film effect, if you will, on this. We don't yeah. Do that. So I will go ahead and reference people. They have done an episode on Return of the Living Dead. If you want to hear the full deep dive, go back to their episode. But well, we kind of skim through that and get to the other stuff. We, this is more of an introduction type podcast. In case you haven't seen it, so go watch it and then you can go listen to their deep dive. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Of course, of course. So I, I, I enjoy talking about it. So, oh yeah, absolutely. So that's what I want to get to is what is it about this that you love so much? Like, why is this your? I guess your favorite horror film, anyway. Um, honestly. So it, it just recently became my favorite, you know, for years, the original Dawn of the Dead was my favorite, you know, speaking of Romero, but I want to say it was about a year ago during the pandemic. I was, we have a local uh, record shop here in Baltimore called the Sound Garden, and they're my go-to place to buy like deep dive, like, like, like titles for like horror and genre stuff and they they have pretty much all the scream factory blu-rays you can buy and stuff so i was there one day and i I picked up return of the living dead their copy of that their edition of that i'm sorry i picked it up and i watched the movie and then i watched everything on it including both this is a two-disker and i just watched hours upon hours and i don't really do that that much like i often i mean i hardly ever do that to be honest with you i just found myself watching the movie and loving it so much that i just picked up on everything else including the um work print of the film that's on the second disc so i watched that too and i i just i i found myself watching the film overall a lot around that time and uh the soundtrack was constantly in my head I mean, that has to explain why it's my favorite, you know, especially since before this, like I said, Dawn of the Dead was my favorite. And this is like a completely different horror movie or a zombie, movie, a completely different zombie movie in general. So, so yeah, it's, it's just a fun movie, guys. This is a really, really fun horror film with a very memorable soundtrack. So uh, Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I also own that Scream Factory disc, but I have not dug into all the special stuff like you have. So. <laughs> You, it's, I, I highly recommend the documentary on there. So okay. check that out. Yeah, because like you said, I mean, Screen Factor. Good thing about Screen Factors, they do go all out for their releases. So you're gonna get some stuff with it. No, oh, I love them. I just picked up the House of Wax remake they, they put out last month, and I'm just they didn't. I, I wish they would have had more on that, but I was. It was cool that they got. You know, they were able to to, to get paris hilton for a new interview that did they cool. oh so, wow oh yeah they got paris and she they they spend a good 15 20 minutes talking to her about the movie and making it and everything they even brought up the uh see paris die campaign i was gonna say that that's that's that seems to be the main thing i remember is that everybody just wanted to see paris hilton die in the movie like that was the whole thing behind that movie is they want to see right. her die yeah <laughs> it's funny too i don't want to shift off and talk about it this would be just one second of Everyone keeps talking about the Steve Paris Die campaign, and I wish I had memories of it. I honestly, personally, do not remember that campaign. It's a movie I saw in theaters twice. I mean, I oh, remember wow. the movie very well, but I don't remember the campaign being. Maybe it was in maybe it was in specific territories or something. I don't know. Around here in Baltimore, I don't recall there ever being a Steve Paris Die campaign because I went into it figuring she was going to die, but not knowing for sure just yet. So. I just remember it being at least where I'm at online more than anything because I'm not in an area that's ever going to get into it like that. But yeah, we'll we'll move on from House of Wax. 
I probably need to revisit <laughs> it because otherwise I, I I don't have any fond memories of it personally. But I've been hearing a lot of good very, things from people very, lately. Very underrated sequel. I mean, very underrated remake. I'm sorry, not sequel. Remake. Very underrated. Okay. So let's go into what are your thoughts on the sequels to these films? Yeah, the sequels are this the sequel itself, Return of the Living Dead Part Two. It's a sort of a remake. Uh since it features the same two bumbling employees from the first film, uh, played by James Karen and Tom Matthews. Um, but they're not employees in this one. They're actually grave robbers. And it's pretty much the same thing over again. The, 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 the gas getting out, but it's like a whole new cemetery. But it plays off just like the first one, in my opinion. And then the third movie, that's a whole different beast altogether. It's made by Brian Usna, who did a lot of time doing... Um, Stuart Gordon films right. and whatnot. And he's yep. he did Society in 1989. If you've never heard of that, folks, check out Society. <laughs> um, and yeah, so just stay to the, the end. The best way to describe, yeah, the shunning. Yes. The, the best way to describe, the best way to describe this, that movie in general is it's Romeo and Juliet with zombies. That's how I always tell people. Uh, that's my, my big sell for Return of the Living Dead Part 3. Never even bothered with the uh, the other two films that were apparently straight to sci-fi films back in 2005. They shot right. them back to back in Bulgaria or somewhere. But um, yeah, so yeah, I remember. My, I remember my, one being take. called "Rave to the Grave," maybe. Yeah, "Rave to the Grave" is the one that sticks out, but I don't remember what the other one's called. <laughs> I don't I remember for the life of me. So and to be honest, as you talk about it, I don't think I've ever seen the second one. I remember watching the third one because a friend of mine rented it, and all I can remember from it is the girl being like tied up in chains or whatever, and she's laying there lifeless, and then she at the camera to scare. As a kid, it it got a good little jump scare, but that's really all I remember of that one, too. All right. So let's say they do something that you're probably gonna hate, and that's remake this. Yeah, I know. We all hate the remake, but we got to go through with it. Who would you like to see in some of these roles? If you got to at least pick the casting, if it had to be done, you got to pick. Okay. Um, I actually thought about this for quite some time this afternoon. So here I, here's what I came up with. So Bert, the, the Clue Gulliger character role, um, I'm thinking Richard Jenkins from okay. Cabin in the Woods. Uh something about every Farley Brothers movie. Uh, just look up the. Yeah, I'm sure he's a guy that everyone listening or doesn't know who Richard Jenkins is. Google him. You'll know right away who I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I think that he'd be perfect for Bert. Okay. He's, he's got the, the humor and he's already dipped his toes in genre. Cabin in the Woods, like I just mentioned, and he was in the um, the, 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 the remake to um, Let the Right One In. So oh, that's that, right. I yes. really enjoyed back in 2000, back in 2010. He was the stranger, wherever yeah. uh, the father. So yeah, uh, as far as Ernie goes, who is um, Don Kaffa's character, who works over at the morgue or the, the mortuary next door, uh, I would cast John Carroll Lynch, who oh. most people probably know him as um, Twisty the Clown from American Horror Story. Uh, but he's also a, a guy whose face a lot of people recognize if you look him up. He's been in a lot of genre stuff, um, and he's got comedic timing too. I think he'd be a good Ernie to uh, bounce off of Richard Jenkins. Uh, for Frank, I was thinking I was going a little younger. Michael Shannon stuck out to me. 
I'd like to see uh, and, 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 and Freddie, who's the Tom Matthews character, Lakeith Stanfield. I oh, think okay. it'd be different. I, I'm a huge fan of that guy. Um, and I just think that it'd be different. And that's what I like to see and in, in, in stuff. You know, if you're going to do a remake, I want to see something different, something, you know, take a chance, you know. So Lakeith Stanfield and Michael Shannon, come on. Those two bouncing off one another for an hour and a half. That that in itself sells the film. Uh, and as far as trash, because that's yep. something that everyone's probably like curious what I was going to call for that one um serena vincent a lot of people may not know who she is she was in cabin fever and um the reason she stuck out is because of the whole um tie-ins to the genre that she's done over the years um there was a apparently a, a sequel to house on haunted hill that she was in so i had no idea when i was doing my research i, I found that out but in not another not another teen movie yeah as was a character who's just Dude, the entire yeah. movie. So I mean, trash. You know, I, I was I was going to bring that up. I was like, she's obviously comfortable with it after not another team movie. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I remember exactly. <laughs> and then finally, her male companion suicide. I was going different. Um, I don't know. Liam Hemsworth. Let's just we'll throw him in there. So, so yeah, that's that's my take. That's that. I want to see that movie. Let's remake it and, and sell and get all those people in it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's get it done. Let's just make sure Tar Man is practical. I don't want a CGI Tar Man. Oh God, no. God, <laughs> yeah, no. I know. You know that that would be the thing yeah, I'd be most afraid know. of is that they go CGI with and no, and don't use the design for Tar Man from Part Two either because it's terrible. Because spoiler alert, Tar Man comes back in Return of the Living Dead Part Two, and it's for some reason it's a different design and it's terrible. Oh, so that's all. All right, Ed. It's the last thing. You got to sell this movie to someone who hasn't seen it, whether they're not a horror fan, they just haven't taken a chance on this. Maybe they think it's a sequel to Night Living Den. They didn't like that and they don't realize. Sell this movie. All right. Look, guys, we all got to have a little fun in our lives, right? Especially times like this. Um, I keep mentioning it, but it's the truth. This movie is the definition of fun. It's popcorn fun, it's dumb fun. If, if you like your horror it's got great effects it, it's it's got you know just characters of good chemistry um it, it never really overstays its welcome it's got that perfect 85 to 90 minute time the running time which means you know it's it's just it's in and out and you wham bam thank you ma'am you know there's just no bs so much fun i keep on using that word but it's the truth and yep. i just feel like you know times like this we could all have a little fun in our lives and it's just the perfect movie on a saturday night to just you know pop you know if it popcorns your things perfectly not mine but a lot of people seem to like it and if you don't know, just make your popcorn you know kick back with your significant other or your buddies or just yourself and chew it up um it, and it's it's my favorite horror movie for a reason you know and i i, I think i you know know what good horror is <laughs> at least i think i do <laughs> but i don't know um before i get too cocky no it's just a really fun movie um it's it's one hell of a good ride um all the actors are are great in it and uh yeah you got james karen and don kalfa and 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 clue gulliger you can't go wrong with those three <sighs> i know 
completely agree, and I think you've done that really well. So I think that's going to wrap this one up. Ed, why don't you tell everybody where they can find find you online, find the show. All right, guys. The Film Effect Podcast is on, well, we have a website, podpage.com slash the-film-effect-podcast. If you want to talk to us, Twitter is the most is the, is the best way to get a hold of us, and that's at Film Effect Pod. Uh, tw- uh, Instagram and Facebook uh, were uh, this. It's you know slash the Film Effect Podcast is our handle. Website, if you want to shoot us a message or request for a future film, maybe uh, we'll consider it. The Film Effect Podcast at Gmail dot com. And uh, yeah, speaking of, how's TikTok? for you uh, not, not, not great i don't i, I am not for yeah is what i'm realizing i had to throw that in there <laughs> yeah sometimes i throw that out there sometimes I, don't. I was doing like these little short mini reviews but i've even stopped that at this point so i need to right right get back on it but i don't i don't know if it was helping or not i'm definitely not cut out for the tiktok crowd so that's all right. Yeah, yeah. But as always, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at YNF Movie Pod. Available wherever you get your podcast. And be sure to check back next week as I'll have another movie and another guest. And who knows, that may become your next favorite movie. You guys take care. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>